On this episode, we're going to talk about 10 things I think black people should leave behind in 2022 on this episode of Cultured. into February at this point, but I haven't seen you since the beginning of 2023, so I think it's okay to say Happy New Year. I think that should be the rule across the board. If I haven't seen you yet, even if it's July, I should be able to say Happy New Year. Because who knows, you might have had a bad year up until the point I told you to have a happy one. So again, Happy New Year. I hope your holidays are fantastic. Um, I had a good holiday. I, um, celebrated Christmas for the first time with family. Um, For those that don't know that might be joining the podcast for the first time, I uh, grew up Jehovah's Witness, so I haven't, I didn't grow up celebrating holidays. Uh, But this year, uh, I decided to go up to San Francisco where my cousin lives and her sister, my other cousin, her husband and my aunt was there and everything. And I went shopping. I got gifts for my family. Uh, they got gifts for me. I had a Santa hat, um, and I was the Santa, uh, black Santa, for uh, Christmas morning, where I actually ha- handed out gifts and all that stuff, and we all opened the gifts, and it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I did a bunch of shows when I was up in San Francisco. The audiences up there are superb. I will be returning Uh, to run this album material, probably sometime late summer, early fall. I'll keep you up to date. Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm working on an album this year that I'm going to be recording at the end of the year, which means I have to go around the country to do the material to make sure the material works. And this Friday, January 27th, I will be performing at the Elbow Room in West Hartford, Connecticut at... 7 p.m., I believe. You can go to my website, www.keenandjeromefloyd.com slash tickets. Uh, make sure you grab your tickets because they're going to be gone soon. It's a moderate-sized room. It's about 80 tickets, 80 seats. I don't know how many we've sold so far. But make sure you all grab your tickets uh, because they will be going fast. Again, it's this Friday, January 27th, West Hartford, Connecticut at the Elbow Room. Grab your tickets at KeenanJeromeFloyd.com. 
slash tickets. Come and join us if you're in the upper New York area, Hartford area, West Hartford area. Come and see us. Have fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be an amazing show. So I don't want this episode to be super long. Um, but uh, these are a few things going into 2023. I think that black people should leave behind in 2022. I have 10 things that I think hold us back that I think if we let go, we will be right as rain. So let's go ahead and get into this list. Number one, I think the first thing I think we need to leave behind in 2022 is gatekeeping blackness. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, for some reason in the United States of America, black Americans, we have this obsession with trying to determine who's black and who's not. Right now, I'm not talking about cultural appropriation, you know, when like an Asian person like Aquafina has a black scent and like raps and uses like AAVE and all that stuff. I'm not necessarily talking about that. Um, I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, uh, white girls that walk around with uh, box braids and cornrows. I'm not necessarily talking about that either. What I'm talking about is specifically black people that try to gatekeep the blackness of other black people. Like, you do realize that hip-hop doesn't define black culture. Or where someone grew up doesn't define whether they're black or not. Who their friends are doesn't determine whether they're black or not. Even the percentage of blackness that they have in their DNA does not necessarily determine how black they are. I think there's like a common misconception that people make because they don't know people's history, right? It's even gotten to a point where some black Americans say that Africans aren't black. Africa, the continent of Africa, is where black was born. The nickname of the continent is the dark continent. So it's ridiculous for someone who doesn't have any power in real life, who who's not in charge of anybody, because most people that make these statements really, really don't got shit going on for them. So they're not really in charge of any, anybody, but they use this little inkling of power that they think they have to tell another black person that they're not black enough. Either by the way they talk, the way they carry themselves, what they do for a living. Stop that shit. As soon as we stop gatekeeping blackness and we're all allowed to be free to express ourselves how we want to express ourselves, the happier we will be. In 2023, black people, let's let other black people be free. Number two, second thing I think that black people should leave behind in 2022 is stop using celebrity couples as relationship goals, especially rappers, because their brand usually is ratchetness. And if we keep trying to use these celebrities that are a brand, mind you, we're never, we're ne we're never going to find our person. That's in my opinion, right? For example, look at Beyonce. For years, Beyonce has been selling single independent women to the world. And a lot of people have listed that, yeah, single, independent, whatever, whatever, right? Well, guess what? Beyonce's married, she has kids, and she spends time with her family all the time when she's not working. 
right? Fellas, not every black woman is Lori Harvey, Beyonce, or Michelle Obama. I mean, each one of those ladies have good qualities, and maybe you can use that as like a template, but don't, but if you're looking for that person, you're not allowing people to be who they are, to be themselves. Ladies, not every black man is Tory Lanez, Nick Cannon, or Barack. Let people be who they are. And uh, one of the reasons that we might have issues finding stable relationships is because these people that we're looking up to, they're also like mega rich people. Like we all can't live mega rich lifestyles. Sorry. Number three. The third thing I think that black people should leave behind in 2022 is celebrating unhealthy habits. I think people should be able to be who they are. I think people should be able to um, be confident in themselves and have a positive body image. But that also doesn't mean ignoring logical health restrictions. Sorry about that. Had to stay hydrated. Let's not ignore logical health restrictions. For example, drug use, obesity, and cosmetic surgery is not good for the body. A lot of times on social media, that's what we're being sold now. Like, for example, drug use is being sold more now because pharmaceutical companies have taken over advertising. You remember back in the 80s and 90s, every show, uh, every TV show had an episode where they said dope, there's no hope in dope, or or crack is whack, or say no to drugs. Somehow that's flipped. Somehow if it's, if you feel bad, take Prozac, you know, if you feel stressed out, take Adderall, like that's like. But society hasn't gotten any better. I mean, people haven't become stronger. It's the same thing with obesity. Obesity kills. Like, you can be who you want to be and all that stuff. And yes, I understand that there's reasons that people gain weight that might not be in their control, but most of the time it's not. Um, I've changed my diet since the uh, year started. And let me tell you something. I feel a whole lot better. When I was eating a lot of bread, when I was eating a lot of greasy food, I was waking up in pain. I was sluggish. Um, I, I was having more cramps and all that stuff. And now I've changed my diet to in the morning. I eat oatmeal with like blueberries and bananas, right? And a little bit of honey. So maybe that's a little, you know, a little bit of sugar intake, right? Um, plain organic oatmeal by the way. For lunch, I'll have a green salad like spinach, tomatoes with some grilled chicken, right? And then in the evening, it will maybe be something light, like a like a hard cheese, a protein, and um, and something green. And it's mostly greens and protein. It's not protein and greens, right? So I'll have like more vegetables on my plate than I will meat. 
So it'd be like a it'd be like a broccoli, steamed broccoli, asparagus, uh, carrots, uh, maybe like another salad, and then maybe I'll have like a steak or fish or chicken. Um, and I eat before eight o'clock. Two hours before I go to bed, I drink lots of water every day. Um, I've also cut down on alcohol. I don't um, drink. I don't drink any beer now because the gluten in beer, and like inflames my neck or if whatever it makes it make it put. I'm in pain when I drink that stuff. Um, I might have one drink maybe a week. Recently, I haven't had any drinks, and I wake up in the morning earlier. Um, I get my exercise in, I take time, I go to the gym, um, and I feel so much better. It makes a difference. It makes a difference when you change your diet and the way you live your life. So, I say, I you know, do what you can to get healthier. Another thing is this cosmetic surgery, again, Going back to social media. See, see, drug use, obesity, cosmetic surgery, these are all things that they're actually pushing on social media of as a positive. Like, I see so many ads about BBLs. BBLs, you know, sculpt, come, come to this cosmetic surger, surgeon, get that BBL done. Who, nobody, look. <clears throat> no, most of these people that get BBLs look ridiculous. Because they don't get the butt, they don't get the thighs that match the butt. They look like, uh, uh, they look like they're in the movie A Bug's Life. It's just a big butt and just skinny legs. It, it, it don't look right. Like who, like who is getting, who, who are you getting these BBLs for? Because we, me and my friends make fun of, uh, these people that get BBLs. On Instagram, they look ridiculous. And putting foreign objects in your body is not good for your health either. Like, I, what I'm saying is just because you look skinny or whatever, you're putting these chemicals in your body to have a certain look to look like black women? So number three, we need to stop celebrating unhealthy habits. Number four, the fourth thing that I think black people should leave behind in 2022 is stop publicly shaming other black people. Now, this is very, uh, this is kind of tongue in cheek in a sense, but I've noticed that, um, If you're a black person that grew up with a lot of white people, you know that sometimes your white friend uses you as a spokesperson for black people. Meaning that anytime they want to find out something about black culture or black people, they ask you. And sometimes you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And whatever you say, sometimes they use that in a way to say, well, look, 
Keenan said that black people are X, Y, and Z. So that's what I believe. So when they meet another black person, they say, well, my black friend said this about black people and blah, 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 blah. That's constant. That's people. People try to do that test constantly. So what ends up happening is that <laughs> when another black person gets out of line, a lot of times people try to use us to strip them down of their dignity. Right? We saw that with when Gerard Carmichael came out in his uh, last HBO special. By the way, check that special out. I loved it. It was great. Um, not a lot of laughs, but it was interesting. Um, in his last special, his special came out. Hollywood industry loves him. And then the first thing that they had him do was uh, talk shit about Dave Chappelle. Pretty much like disowned Dave Chappelle, right? Uh, you know, you 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 see a lot of these. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who else. I'm trying to think who else has a. Uh, I can't think of anyone else on the top of my head. I should have did more research. But it's always somebody who, oh, like when Bill Cosby got got charged, you know, they started asking all these black people about what they thought of Bill Cosby. And again, I think it's a conversation that, that we need to have, but it's one of those things where it's like, do we have to have the conversation so publicly? You know? Because it turns into, well, look at look at what these Negroes say about this Negro. That means it's okay for us to say Patrice O'Neill actually had a joke back in the day when Obama first got into office where and it's a very smart joke. And it illustrates my point. He was talking about Obama, and he said, there's things that black people want to say about Obama, too, that he's fucking up. But white people are so loud about how much they don't like Obama that we can't say anything because we can't let you use us as a barometer of the stuff you can say about Obama. That's what I mean. So it's like people be like, oh, this black person is just kidding. What do you think about this? Black? No, I'm not answering that question. Let's keep those conversations in-house. So number four, we need to stop publicly shaming other black people. Number five, living in the past. I think we need to stop living in the past. Now, that doesn't mean I think we should ignore the repercussions of slavery. I don't think that means we should stop our fight for trying to get reparations. I don't think we should do that at all. However, I do think using uh, what happened to our ancestors in the past as an excuse not to move forward is a problem. Because once people find out what your weakness is and what the linchpin is to, to keep you down, they will continuously use it against you. 
And I feel that that's what's going on now. If you noticed, during the World Cup, there was a, there was a black American who was being interviewed by a guy from Iran, right? And the dude from Iran, or Iran, excuse me, sorry, the reporter from Iran was asking the black American dude about the racism in the United States. And he said, <laughs> he said, how do you feel about playing for a country that is clearly racist against black Americans? Excuse you, Mr. Iran? You're asking this question at the same time where your country is killing women for being women. And they're arresting and executing protesters for standing up against a sexist, misogynistic regime that stripped people of their human rights daily. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the fact that people know that, that we've hung on to the idea of slavery and oppression and Jim Crow and all that stuff. Countries that treat, that strip people of human rights like China, Iran, you know, other places in the Middle East come to us and be like, how dare you be proud because you live in a racist country. Excuse me? There's so many things that we can do now that we haven't been able to do before. And I think we need to take the harness of our future and I think we need to drive it as far as we can go. And a lot of people are doing that too. A lot of people... They're not, they're not hung up on the past. They're moving forward. They're doing great things. There's a lot more black entrepreneurs. There's a lot more kids making millions of dollars. I think in the future, we're going to see more black millionaires and billionaires than we've ever seen before in the history of this country. And I think that is amazing. To number five, I think we need to stop living in the past. On that note, number six. We need to stop shutting those with different ideas than our own. Again, this kind of goes back into number one where I'm talking about gatekeeping blackness. The thing is, is that people that have different ideas with the with this ideology that people think that black Americans need to have, maybe we should hear them out. Maybe they could be of some help. Maybe they could be there could be something that um, that could really help us move forward as a community. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about someone that's crazy or someone that has hurt for a hateful ideology. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about people that just think out the, outside the box a little bit. Um, I, I, think, I think we can really do something great if we actually sit down and we listen to each other's ideas and see how we can implement them so we can move forward as a community. So number six... Stop shutting those with different ideas. Number seven, the seventh thing I think black people should leave behind in 2022 is allowing ourselves to be used as pawns to advance other groups. Now, what I mean by this is a lot of other groups, minority groups, have stolen our shit. Like, each group has a our group lives matter, which was our thing, right? So what ends up happening is that I feel that the fact that we are involved so much in uh, 
protests and reforms as far as civil rights is concerned, I think we're being held hostage in our own skin in a lot of different circumstances. Like, for example, there's some things that haven't been addressed in our relationships with other communities. Like, other communities are still prejudiced against black Americans. Other communities are uh, still treat black, like in the workplace, for example. There was a, um, there was an article that came out last year that talked about uh, Hispanic racism and abuse of black Americans um, in the workplace, right? Or prejudice in the, in the workplace. Um, we also have had situations where Asian, um, you know, different Asian businesses have set up in our neighborhoods and they've treated the people in the neighborhood with disrespect, even going as far as physically assaulting uh, some black people in the neighborhood or even killing some black people in that neighborhood as a claim of self-defense, right? So when it comes to certain ideology, we don't align 100%. There's, 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 there's these entities, there's this propaganda that's keeping all of us divided. You know, because they're saying, well, that person over there is trying to steal your, your cookies and that person over there is trying to steal your cookies. You need to be on top so that they don't steal from you. That's the ideology that we're being taught. So what happens is, is that each group, they think they're better than us. But then when something happens and they need to protest or they need to move a bill in, in Congress or try to get some type of protection, they say, well, blacks need to support us because we put up a black square on our Facebook page or we put up a sign that said we support Black Lives Matter. So you in turn need to help us. And it's like all of these groups, because there's more of them, it seems, than us, they seem to, or they have more money invested, or they lobby more when it comes to politics. They get their bills pushed and we get left behind. Well, maybe one of the reasons is because we don't really lobby in our best interests sometimes. You know, I know it's hard to hear, but it's the truth. That's how we're not able to move forward because we don't have green skin in the game so i think in 2023 i think honing in on our interest putting our resources towards that interest and pushing that forward either by lobbying or by uh making an alliance with someone powerful to help us to get our bills passed and our points across i think it's the way to go then after that maybe we can be available to help other groups maybe number eight the eighth thing I think black people should leave behind in 2022, going into 2023, is obsessing over money, obsessed with money more than a good quality of life. Now, what do I mean by that exactly? Well, you know, you hear a lot of people say shit like, we need to get the bag. We need to get the bag, right? You know, when we talk about people like Nick Cannon, oh, Nick Cannon has like 10 different kids and then different houses. Oh, it don't matter. He got money. He can take care of them. All right, sure. But the thing about it is, is that all of his kids are all over the place. They're not in one house. You know, Eddie Murphy has 10 kids, you know, from his wife, Nicole, and then he has one kid with his new wife, but they all are all in the same house. He's raising his kids, right? It seems that people think that money really brings happiness. They think that money brings respect. They think money brings uh, manners. And with, and But the truth of the matter is, Without that time spent with family, with community, 
that money doesn't mean anything. There's a lot of unhappy people with money. There's a lot of people with mental illness with money. And it's not, I mean, this obsession with getting the bag and this obsession with, you know, going on trips for the gram and having that, it doesn't, it, 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 it hasn't made us, it hasn't stopped the, the deterioration of society. You know, it's 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 a lot of, it's a lot of conflict of interest because we for years the money has replaced the values that we need to become a closer community. I think focusing more on community, I think will will be better for us. And in those with money, I think investing in community will be better for us too. Um, I mean, we've we've. It really helps things. It really helps things. It, it really... It, things fall apart. Things fall apart when people are obsessed with, with, you know, getting rich, but by any means necessary. That's why drug dealers always have women. Because it's about the bag. More than anything else. But... The quality of life, eh, it's on edge. You're on, you have to live on edge most of the time. So number eight, we need to stop obsessing over money with money over quality of life. Number nine, the ninth thing that black people should leave behind in 2022 is comparing ourselves to white folks. Uh, this isn't a Tyler Perry movie. Stop stop comparing me to Winston or whatever that white guy's name is with in that movie with Sinai Lathan. Stop it. Wimbledon or whatever his name was. I don't know. But I I I hate it when we're always having these conversations with well white people well white men treat their women and white women are the best because they're submissive. These TikToks with this obsession that we have over white folks is so exhausting. Look, if you want to date a white woman, then date a white woman. But don't you don't have to say it's well. It's I date white women because black women. Blah, 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 blah. Or I date white men because white men. Blah, 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 blah. Like stop this upset. Like. It's an obsession. It's not like a normal conversation where it's like, oh, well, I like so-and-so because so-and-so is nice. And so-and-so, we, we have this in common. It's, I like white people because white people are better, man. If you don't stop with your goofy-ass, self-hating ass. People are goofy. That's all I have to say about that. Number nine, stop comparing ourselves to white folks. And number 10. The 10th thing that I think black people need to leave behind in 2022 going into 2023 is stop doing and listening to relationship podcast. 
Since when did we become experts on relationships? I am tired of everybody trying to do a relationship podcast. Everybody. Everybody's doing a relationship podcast. And most of them are black. Like, most of them are black people on these relationship podcasts. Why are we doing talking about relationships so much? Can we have some financial literacy podcast? You know, if you want, there's some blurred podcast on YouTube that you can look up. There's I just look blurred podcast is black nerds talking about um, pop culture. Amazing. Follow my my podcast, the culture podcast. In this year, I'm having way more guests. We're talking about movies. We're talking about behind the scenes of TV shows, movies, music videos, podcasts. I'm going to have some fantastic, fantastic guests on my podcast. Tune into this one. Issa Rae has a bunch of really amazing podcasts. I have friends of mine that are also developing their own filmmaking podcast. Black folks, please listen to these podcasts. We need to get these numbers up so that we become the norm. Relationship podcast i'm done with them i'm sick of these relationship podcasts there's this uh what's her name pearly views pearl pearl pearly things she's a white woman that has a relationship podcast and all of the people in her podcast are black why don't you let this white woman talk about white woman relation white relationships why do black people gotta be on this relationship podcast i'm tired stop it Black people, stop it with the relationship podcast. And the United States, we have the lowest marriage rates and the highest divorce rates. But somehow, we're 99.9% more likely to have a relationship podcast. This doesn't make sense. So in review, the top... 10 things I think that black people should leave behind in 2022. Number one, gatekeeping blackness. Number two, stop using celebrities, couples as relationship goals, especially rappers. Number three, stop celebrating unhealthy habits. Number four, stop publicly shaming other black people. Number five, stop living in the past. Number six, stop shutting those with different ideas. Number seven, stop allowing ourselves to be used as pawns to advance other groups. Number eight, stop obsessing with money over quality of life. Number nine, stop comparing ourselves to white folks. And number 10, for God's sakes, stop doing relationship podcasts. I think 2023 is going to be a great year for all of us. I can feel it. I feel the positive energy. I feel the positive vibes. Let's make 2023 great. Let's go into 2024 with our hells. Let's go 2024 with our heads held high. And let's make this our year. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Culture Podcast. Uh, again, if you haven't liked, shared, and subscribed, please share, like, and hit that subscribe button and that bell notification if there's anything that you think we should add to this list like an honorable mention that black people need to leave behind in 2022 please leave it in the comment section below i would love 
to uh, know your thoughts. I would love to have this conversation with y'all. Again, if you want to see me perform live, I will be performing in West Hartford, Connecticut this Friday, January 27th. Uh, you go to KeenanJeromeFloyd.com slash tickets. Uh, get your tickets. I will be adding more dates. If there's a city that you want me to come to, please put that in the comment section below. and We will make the arrangements to come do a show in your town. Thank you so much for joining us. And this has been another episode of Cultured.